Welcome to the Minx and Muse podcast. I'm your host, Crimson Minx, creatrix of Minx and Muse, a dark feminine playhouse where we awaken our innate magic through esoerotic dance and witchcraft. Welcome to the Portal of Enchantment. Welcome to our version two of the Minx and Muse podcast. My name is Crimson, and I am the creatrix of Minx and Muse, which you just learned about in the intro. And we had a version one of this podcast that we recorded from 2019 and ran into early 2020. But I just feel like we have grown and evolved so much since then that I just wanted to wipe the slate clean, start fresh. But if you're interested in past episodes, I will keep those up on YouTube. But I wanted to kick things off with this introduction to esoeroticism, which is the version of dance and witchcraft that we teach and embody at Minx and Muse. So I filmed a what I would feel is very cohesive video on the topic a few months ago for social media. So let's take a listen to that. I'm sure that you have heard me use the word esoerotic before. It is the foundation of the work that we do here at Minx and Muse, but it occurred to me that I don't think I've ever done a video on it. So let's talk about it. What is esoeroticism and how does it apply to our dance and our witchcraft? So first and foremost, esoerotic is a word that I made up. Uh, I've since trademarked it, but it is a combination of the words esoteric and erotic. So erotic sexual, sensual, then esoteric, mystical, enigmatic. But it's also worth mentioning that eso means internal. So this is a practice created to help us experience internal transformation. So let's start with esoerotic dance. I'm sure you correctly assumed that it is a sexy, sensual, maybe even raw and primal style of dance. But it is worth noting that not all sexy dance is esoerotic. So back to that internal factor. Esoerotic dance is not intended to be performative. Instead, it's meant to be experienced in a way that allows us to connect with our embodiment and reclaim our sexual sovereignty which are very big claims. However, the way that we teach and support people in experiencing esoteric dance allows them to enter what we call in magic, a state of gnosis. And you can simply think about this as shifting brainwave states. And this is where we are out of mind into body. And this is where the magic happens. This is where we connect with our bodies. And this is where the sexual reclamation takes place. And the thing is, this isn't something that you can understand or experience by me simply telling you about it. It's something that you have to understand by somatically feeling it and actually doing the work. So all this being said, embodiment, reclaiming our sexual sovereignty, finding our sexual power, this is the basis of esoerotic witchcraft. As esoerotic witches, we understand that we are not living fully in our power until we reclaim, own, and wield our sexual power and energy. And it is through this that we are able to show up as the ultimate creatrix of our life. 
So of course, basic witchcraft is a part of esoterotic witchcraft. We study astrology and tarot and magic and herbalism and all the fun witchy things. That being said, what we are doing is we are enhancing our craft by showing up as embodied, sexually lit up creatures. So as a reminder, our sexuality and our sensuality are inherently linked to our creatrix energy, our life force, our ability to magnetize and manifest. Pretty witchy shit, which when you look to the craft to find ways to enhance this energy within ourselves, we inevitably land upon sex magic, which is completely valid. That being said, how esoeroticism is different from sex magic is that we are accessing this energy outside of intercourse. And even beyond that, we're accessing it beyond the moment itself. So back to our esoerotic dance, what we're doing when we commit to this practice is that over time, we are clearing out old sexual energy and stories and trauma, though work with a qualified professional for big T trauma. But first we are healing. And then over time, we are ultimately building up our reserve so that we show up in our daily everyday life, just overflowing with this sexual creatrix magnetic manifesty energy which we can then put towards our craft but also for just moving through our life with amplified intention because remember we are constantly casting spells whether we are consciously aware of it or not so just getting ourselves into and then remaining in this esoerotic energetic state makes us so much more powerful as witches a way you can think about it is there can be a witch doing a candle spell and then a second esoerotic witch can do the same candle spell, but theirs will be so much more potent and amplified because of the energetic state that they're showing up in. And I can't believe I haven't even touched on it yet, but the embodiment. So this is another super powerful aspect because when we are embodied, what we're doing is we're becoming more deeply and strongly connected to our intuition, which as witches, hello, that's our inner oracle. So we can apply that not just towards our divinatory practices, but we are also then just being more clearly, divinely guided throughout our daily life. So I feel like I just took us on a wild ride. So let's rein it back in. And I want to make sure that it is clear. Esoeroticism is a way to access our sexual, sensual energy outside of intercourse. And we use this as a practice for internal transformation. A really easy way to access this esoterotic power is through the way that we teach dance and movement here at Minx and Muse. And then the way that we apply it to our witchcraft allows us to show up in our utmost magical potential. I know this is getting super long, so I'm going to end it here. But first, final reminder, esoeroticism is not something that you can understand by hearing me talk about it. It's something that you need to understand by experiencing it, by somatically feeling it and doing the work. 
So hopefully that demystifies this word esoeroticism that you'll be hearing me use a lot in future episodes. And I'm really looking forward to having this primer video to send people back to when they are newly discovering our work. Um, but also I'm really looking forward to future episodes and conversations. I'm going to be bringing on guests and we're also going to be having some solo episodes. But also for those who are interested in going deeper with esoeroticism beyond the podcast, we do have an intro to esoeroticism dance-based series that we teach in studio at Minx and Muse in Austin, Texas on the monthly. I also have a virtual version of that series available in our on-demand replay library on our website. So you can take that anytime from anywhere. And we also have a virtual membership called the Minx and Muse Multiverse. And this is really where we hold ourselves accountable and go deeper into esoerotic witchcraft. And this Membership includes a monthly themed workbook, new moon and full moon toolkits that include like meditation, spell casting, astro reports. And it also includes a monthly master workshop, unlimited virtual classes where we have a weekly dance class, weekly astrology class, witchcraft basics class and also a weekly community mysticism class. It also includes our private online group and our on-demand library, lots of other stuff. I don't want to get salesy. I just feel like I want to share all the things so I don't have to keep repeating these in the future, but we would love to dive deeper with you. But I would also be so honored if you just joined me for this podcast journey and subscribed and shared if you find it valuable. So I'm going to end things here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Till next time. Thank you for joining me for the Minx and Muse podcast. You can find show notes and learn more about the studio at www.minxandmuse.com. As a reminder, it is our birthright to transform, expand, and safely exist as sensual, conscious and empowered creatures. I'll see you next time.